Welcome to Baker Seniors Medicare Help Podcast, your go-to expert on all things Medicare. Contact us with any questions you might have and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome. This is the Baker Senior Show, where we talk about all the things that are important to you when it comes to Medicare and some of the senior resources that we have for you. Today is a very special day where Mr. Baker is going to be explaining to us a little bit more about the resources for people who really don't have a lot of money. Some Sometimes Medicare can be very confusing and we're going to clear up some of the terms that we use like Medicaid versus Medicare, things like that. So good morning, Mr. Baker, how are you? Doing great, doing great, ready to go. Good, well thank you for bringing all this great information to us about Medicare. I know how confusing it can be. Um, From getting postcards and phone calls and your neighbors and and people, you know, trying to talk to you about it, you know, they think they know what's best for you. And in reality, Steve, that may not be true. (laughs) Correct, correct. So, Steve, why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about what it is that you do for people? Well, what I do is is uh, I evaluate someone's situation, and people people call me uh, all the time, and they're in different different areas. I had a call uh, just just a couple of days ago from a lady about her mother, and her mother uh, was born in nineteen. 19- 46. So uh, if you can do the math, which, which I've done, people born this year uh, are eligible for Medicare if they were born. Um, I'm sorry, not born this year. Yeah, but I was going to say, now wait a minute. If they were born in 1955, then, then they're turning 65 this year. Next year, it'll be 56 and so forth. So I keep up with that. And so she told me that her mother... Uh, I was born in 1946 and I'm doing the math and I'm going, Oh, wow. She, she does, she's does, she's really never enrolled in Medicare. So that's going to create some major issues right there. And I explained to her in a cursory way, some of the things that can happen because she's, she's been delayed or she delayed filing. And I even brought up that, uh, that awful word penalty which uh, which Medicare has penalties if you don't act just right. And it's part of the, it's, you know, it's, it's a government program. So they, they tend to pen, penalize people if they don't do certain things at a certain time. So okay, wait a minute now, Steve, because I know, I remember you telling me early on that when you turn 65, you're automatically enrolled in Medicare. And that's, yes, that's a, there's two parts. They automatically oh, okay. enrolled in A. She she's been automatically enrolled in A because her birthday <clears throat> way back. She she doesn't have a, the the documentation for that, but that's the case. And then to complicate things, her mother has lived in Brazil for periods of time, in and out, and so forth, and that that creates an issue. So. Uh, so, you know, I explained to her what her what her situation was and she really she really doesn't have 
uh, income to, to, you know, to speak of. She has a little bit of Social Security. That's it. So she she was in a panic, so she wanted to know what to do. And I just said, well, calm down. We'll, you know, we'll talk about <laughs> We'll talk calm about down. Hey, Calm down. Exactly. We, you know, we'll talk about her situation. So we did. And uh, she's on, uh, she doesn't have medic. She's, she, probably from what she told me, she probably qualifies for Medicaid. Okay, and, there's where those two words that sound similar are totally different. Medicare versus Medicaid. Exactly, exactly. Okay, so today we're talking about resources for people who don't make much money or who have uh, some problems with their finances. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're saying that um, <clears throat> this person that you spoke with yesterday, at least the, the family member, uh, is trying to tell you that she has no resources mm -hmm. and she never applied for the Medicare that she should have. Right. Okay. Right. So right away I knew that she had to be uh, as there are two parts of Medicare, the traditional Medicare with, you know, with a, with a supplement. And then the other is the Medicare Advantage program. Medicare Advantage program is, is the Mr. and Mrs. Catchall of Medicare. Typically, if someone doesn't doesn't fit into the first category because of the lack of resources and other reasons as well, then then there's usually almost always there is a medi there is a Medicare Advantage program where they can slip into where they can fit into. And in her case, I told I told her that your mother needs uh, to become a what we call a dual by dual. She's eligible for Medicare because, you know, because she's way over 65 and there's going to be some major complications there, but she's also can get available Medicaid, which is different. And I think I've talked about this before, but uh, just to explain that Medicare is the program that was created in 1965 for Americans older Americans in their senior years, 65 and above. And so that's, that's quite a comprehensive definition, but uh, then there's Medicaid. I'm sorry. Yeah. You got, you got Medicare and then, and then you've got uh, Medicaid, but also you can also go into the Medicare Advantage program, both of them still in the Medicare area. So one of the one of the areas in the Medicaid Medicare area, in Medicare Advantage area, is duals. What we call we call we nickname them duals because they're eligible for Medicare and Medicaid, and that and that puts them into a category. If they're actually in Medicaid and have Medicare, then they're what we call a dual, and you can be put into a category. Of Medicare Advantage called a dual eligible. So if one someone is dual eligible, that means that uh, that they can slip in and get Medicare at almost almost zero cost. And there's some reasons for that. I won't go into a lot of details, but there is a, that category for of Medicare Advantage that people can can jump into. So this person. Uh, needs to apply for Medicaid. She doesn't have Medicaid. 
So she said, hey, well, how do I do that? And one way that you can try right away is to call uh, 211 in the phone system, and then you'll be connected with someone eventually. Nowadays, it is a big, long wait. You have to stay on the line a long, long time. And I, you know, and I warned her about that. So uh, I haven't heard back from her, but that'll start the process going for her to apply for Medicaid. Okay, so Medi if you want to apply for Medicaid, you call 211? Uh-huh. Right. Do you call 211 for anything else? No. No, that's pretty much it. Okay. That's what it's for. That's what it's for. It simplifies it. It simplifies it and then it complicates it too because then you're you have to you're having to wait and more as this as this video as this program is being made we're right in the middle of what we call COVID-19. So that even more creates issues because all the social security offices are closed as we speak right now. That doesn't mean that in two weeks or one month from, from right now, they'll be, will we'll be open, but right now they're closed. So, uh, so you have to just wait on the line and keep calling back and so forth. Now, the, the difference between Medicare and Medicaid, one of the major issues is that Medicare is a federal program that's available to everyone who turns 65 in the United States. So uh, once, once it's determined that you're turned 65, you can talk about the two programs. So Medicare is... Like for example, I have I have Medicare, and I'm not in the Medicare. Personally, I'm not in the Medicare Advantage program, but I do help a lot of people with that. And then the other side of that is the Medicare Advantage program. Now, Medicaid is a state program. The federal government gives states block what they call block grants. In other words, they have a certain amount of money. Sometimes it's way up into the billions of dollars in order to provide needs for people of low income. And each state is a little bit different. Each state sets their regulations for Medicaid. So if you live in uh, North Dakota, as an example, as opposed to Louisiana, then the process will be different. The regulations will be different. So whatever state you reside in, you have to you have to adhere to to those regulations, and uh, I understand. I'm almost positive that the two one one will apply everywhere across the board. So, uh, so you can start the process by calling two one one, and then uh, have a lot of patience. And I, you know, I, I warned this person about that. Have a lot of patience, and eventually you'll get you'll get taken care of and you can apply for Medicaid. There are some income restrictions. You don't want to make too much money. Sometimes the people are fortunate enough to have a, a nice size social, social security check coming in. Sometimes that will throw someone out of, out of the arena and sometimes not. So you, and again, it depends on what state you're in and so forth. So Medicaid, so, 
is for people who have no money. They're not working. They're over 65. Mm -hmm. They're, um, they're really, um, they can't even afford uh, to pay for a supplement. And uh, they're really kind of out of resources, basically. That's, that's where you would, you would try to at least see if you qualify for Medicaid. Now, what right. does Medicaid do for someone? Well, what it, what it does basically is it, is it creates your eligibility for health care. And a lot of people think because of the name and uh, the way, you, you know, way, way people perceive it, they call it Medicaid. And they, you know, I warn people, it's not necessarily so. It's almost never so. That, that, oh, that means I can get money, right? No, that means you're going you're gonna to get some health care. Because Medi the Medicare program is for getting health care. Social Security is for getting resources on a monthly basis, but Medicaid is for is, is to get health care. Okay. So it's, if they're eligible for both of them, then then they become what we what we call duals. Okay, that's so, good. So, so people so need it, to understand it, that it's not you're not going to you're not going to get money out of it. You're going to get your health care taken care of, which which would include uh, your prescriptions as well. Right. So in my opinion, if somebody wasn't sure, they should probably call you first to get on the right Medicare yeah. and to get advice on whether they should apply for Medicaid uh -huh. and uh, talk about their, because there's so many different ways to look at what you're going to need. Prescriptions, uh -huh. doctors, uh, as you you and I have discussed before in some of our previous episodes that, you know, there, there are certain circumstances where you might need a doctor to come visit you that you can't get out. So uh -huh. there are programs I mean, as you found one for, for my friend uh, who's living in a personal care home. Now she found, or you found for her the right program where a doctor could come in and see her. She didn't have to go back out, right. which, which is amazing. I wouldn't have known any of that. Sure. Uh, I didn't know that we even had a choice. So I think right. the first thing for you to do, if you have any questions at all, is to call Steve Baker at 832-754-3292. Just mm -hmm. to get an idea of what you should be looking out for and to see what uh, what you qualify for. Right, Steve, right. you're so knowledgeable. You have so many different um, stories of people that you have helped along the way. Mm -hmm. And you also have some sad stories of people that uh, didn't follow your advice or came to you too late or, or whatever. So I'm, I'm, I'm encouraging anyone listening to this to just pick up the phone. Steve's very kind. He's very nice, very knowledgeable, and he'll help you steer you in the right direction. If nothing else. Sure. Right. Yeah. I'll, I'll be glad to explain. Of course I'm, I'm an agent but that doesn't mean that I'm be well, I would be interested in selling them anything. Right, I've right. Doing, yeah. And and also things like getting a copy of the Medicare and You book. All mm -hmm. they have to do is call you and you can even give them that. So that's where I think everyone should start is to at least call you on the phone to get an mm -hmm. idea of where they are. 
So, you know, we talk about all these different programs and all these different ways that Medicare and our government, Medicaid, all the different things that we talk about. You know, if you're still working, you have questions about, well, I turned 65, but I'm still working. You know, there's the HR department. There's there's so many different people that have their viewpoint of it. You see everything all together. You you have a little bit of knowledge about everything. Right. Yeah. So I I can usually lead somebody in the right direction. There's, there's another area too that we don't talk about a whole lot, not enough probably, is uh, 1-800-MEDICARE. And, and I can tell people about that and what to look for, what to expect when they call Medicare. And it's, it's a little known area. Uh, and also uh, not a lot of people know that for whatever reason, I have no idea, but Medicare, 1-800-MEDICARE is the lines are open 24-7. So someone can call them, you know, at any time of the day and night for questions. And And I do uh, have that number up on the screen. It's 1-800-633-4227. Uh-huh. And uh, so if it's 3 a.m. and you have a question about Medicare, I bet you'd prefer them to call that number instead of you, right, Steve? <laughs> that would work. <laughs> that would work. But I'm also available to, to be more specific about the products and so forth. Right. Medicare doesn't talk a lot about the, about the products that are available for someone. But but they are they, they are responsive to just general questions about Medicare in uh, 1-800-MEDICARE and it works works very well for people and uh, I you know a lot of times I refer people to that and then I get back with them after after they talk to the people at 1-800-MEDICARE and uh, those people are stationed all over the United States so they they can generally pick up pretty quickly uh, Steve, there's one thing that uh, we really haven't talked about much, and that is people who are disabled. Mm-hmm. What do you know about how Medicare and people who are in, on disability, how does well, that work? Well, that's, well, there's there's a category for that as well. And I'm not going to go into a lot of details, but a, most of the time, a lot of the time, uh, they would fit over in the, in the category of the Medicare Advantage. Now, if someone is uh, disabled and they're turning 65 and they have some resources, by some resources, I mean enough income to take care of uh, uh, a Medicare and a supplement, or another word for that is is a Medigap policy. Medigap and and Medicare supplement are exactly the same thing, kind of like an automobile and a car. It's the same thing, right? Right. So, so Medicare supplement and Medi- Medigap is uh, is the exact same program. Uh, if, if they have some resources, but they are disabled, understand, say they're on a pension plan, they have, you know, their their retirement's taken care of, but they are disabled, then that, that will fit in one category. If someone is disabled and they have little or no resources, then that puts them into another category and I can explain the difference to them. 
Okay. So, uh, so the, if if uh, if they're if they're when in what we call open enrollment, if they're in an open enrollment period and they're getting ready to turn sixty-five or they've just turned sixty-five, then they're eligible to go into just a Medicare and a supplement as well. And Steve, so, what happens? Are you? A lot of times you hear about spouses that pass away and they the other spouse, the living spouse, gets their social security or something like that. Is is mm -hmm. that does that have anything to do with Medicare or any of the uh, Medicaid or anything that we're talking about today? No, it doesn't have anything to do with Medicare. That's a totally different animal over in the social social security. But I will say this, uh you know, not, not to confuse any, anyone, but say, say, a <laughs> husband, yeah, right. But if say if a husband and wife are both receiving a social security, like for example, she, she, you, she worked and she has 40 quarters uh, under her belt, then she can start receiving a social security check. And uh, if the husband has worked all these years, then, then he's, he gets his social security check. So they both are receiving social security and let's say, and typically uh, his will be a larger amount than hers. But, but if you add the two together, it's, it's reasonably good house, household income for them on a monthly basis. So if, uh, if that happens and one of them were to pass away, the surviving spouse, can pick wh which one is larger. In other words, let's say he's getting $1,900 a month and she's getting $850 a month. If he passes away, she has the choice of taking his amount or her amount, but not both. I hope I clarified that. Absolutely, but it has nothing to do with Medicare. It has nothing to do with Medicare. Or Medicaid. Or Medicaid, exactly. Okay. Nothing so if, if a spouse has Medicare and the other spouse doesn't, it doesn't transfer over when the other person no. dies. They don't have no. a choice. Okay. No. Everybody All has right. their, every, everybody has their individual program. Their individual. Okay. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. Right. Did we cover everything you, you wanted to cover about the disabilities? Pretty much. Pretty much. Okay. I will say that, uh, Maybe not this coming week, but in in the near future, I'll go over. I'll go into a little more detail about things that could possibly be available to somebody on uh, on disability. And I, I didn't cover it today because it's, it's just too much. Right, there is to a cover. lot. Yes, yeah. I understand that. But we'll, we'll cover some other areas that where they might be able to fit into. It just pays. It just pays to talk with someone who knows, and I've been doing this many years. So, uh, you know, I'm able to guide people in the right direction. Right. And at least point them in a, in a direction where they can go and get e even more detailed information. Right. Steve, you had mentioned um, something about Medicare savings programs and qualifying individual programs. Can you, can you talk about that? And what is that? What does that well, mean? Yeah. Uh, we probably don't have enough time right now to go into the Medicare savings area, but that, but that is something that, uh, that somebody might possibly 
fit their fit their needs. So uh, for now, I'm just gonna you know I'm just gonna talk about the two areas, Medicare and Medicare and Medicaid is what we're really talking about right now. Okay. But, but there are some other things that uh, that could some some people might be able to take advantage of. Okay. What is it that we need to know that we haven't? really understood yet about the Medicare, Medicaid um, opportunities, I'm going to say opportunities for health care? Well, uh, almost for sure, almost, well, I'm going to say pretty much as long as someone is a a citizen of the United States, then they can can qualify for something. the, the 40 quarter things that's 10, 10 years of uh, employment, not continuous necessarily, but 10 years of employment through their life. And uh, if you, if you divide that and, and, you know, you multiply it by four, that's 40 quarters. So that's Medicare, uh, social security has, has those rules and so forth. And uh, you can you can talk to someone uh, at at Social Security and, and quickly determine if you're eligible for Social Security. But uh, but to answer your question, uh, there's you know there's you know there's differences in, over in the Medicare side. There's there's quite a bit that I could go into. Uh, you know the differences, but I'm not going to it at this moment. But we will. Uh, in future editions of this program, we will cover a lot of those areas, taking them a little a little bite at a time and, okay. and talk about each one. So I guess today we're really talking about if you don't feel like you have any resources, you should be able to call Steve and he can at least, you know, give you the, because everybody's different. Everybody's situation is uh-huh. different. So right. he can at least look at your situation or if you're calling mm-hmm. about a friend or a neighbor or a care a care uh, giving situation you can at least figure out where to start right because it's very complicated right it, it doesn't need to be so complicated because because there are so many different opportunities mm-hmm. it just seems complicated if right. you don't know, if you've never experienced it, if you don't know how to do it. Right. And another thing I do is people uh, are, you know, not necessarily, you know, uh, on a lower income kind of thing, but people are working, let's say, and and they're involved in, in a, in a corporate world and they're, and they're having, and they take their income through, uh, through they, they decided not to retire, let's say, and they turn 65 then what do they do? And uh, I'm doing, I'm helping a lot of people with that these days because people are working past 65 and continuing on with their group program. And I help people uh, make decisions in that area as well. And I'm doing more and more of that because uh, people are out there. And as as a matter of fact, as we talk now, because of the pandemic, uh, open 19 that we're in, there's been a lot of layoffs, particularly in the area where you and I live in the oil and gas industry. There's there's a lot of turmoil there. And so I can help people there and lead them in the right directions as well. You know, we talk about how 
you know, you may be 65 and still working. Well, hello. You know, they scared us to death about 10 years ago. They started talking about when people retire, they die within a year. So never retire. Just keep working. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. That was like the big news, you know, uh -huh. people that retire at age 65, they're dead within a year. I'm like, whoa, I never want to retire. But right. any, it, we're just so much more lively now. Yeah. Uh, I'm 62. I don't feel like I'm going to retire anytime soon. Are you kidding? Mm -hmm. I love working. Yeah. And of course it makes me money, but it also keeps me engaged with people right. and, you know, and uh -huh. my church and my, and my friends and my coworkers and, and my clients. It's, it's, I don't think that we need to retire at 65. So I'm sure you get a lot of calls and a lot of people are interested in talking with you about what to do about their Medicare because they're not retiring. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So I think uh, you and the HR department, of the company that they're working for need to talk and get a system in place where you can come out and tell them all about it. Exactly. There exactly. you go. And I'm so, doing, I'm doing a lot of that nowadays. So if you have, uh, if you are working and you want Steve to come in and give a presentation, he'd be more than happy to do that. Just uh, call the number that's on the screen right now. 832-754-3292. This has been a terrific show. Mr. Baker, I really appreciate you diving into all the different options that people have, especially the people who don't have a lot of resources. Uh, do you have any last words before we close up for today? No, just be knowledgeable. I mean, it's, you know, just try to get someone to help you. That's, I guess that's, that's the real key. And it doesn't necessarily have to be me. It can be, you know, what we've talked about other resources as well. I can definitely point someone in the right direction for their situation. Fantastic. Thanks again, Steve. And I'll see you. We're here live on Facebook and YouTube every Tuesday at eight o'clock central time. So be sure and come in and let us know if you have any questions. You can always ask questions, whether you're watching the replay or you're live here every Tuesday. So we'll see you again next week. Bye for now. Bye.